Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend, on today's show, veterinary correspondent. Dr. Marty Becker is back. He'll tell you how you can save money on veterinary care without shortchanging your pet. With all the new technologies available, it can be pretty expensive to walk into your vet's office. No kidding. New t- technology means more money. I think uh, that surgery we got, Ladybug, what was that three grand, three or four grand? No. It's up there. Yeah, it was up there. It was, it was more thousand. than I could pull out of my savings account. Yeah, well... <laughs> Credit card. And we actually uh, we we did have to finance that, as I remember. Yes, through, we, did. uh, we didn't have that through Care Credit. Yeah, care I got credit. insurance. It works well. Do you? Yeah. No. Absolutely. How, how many times absolutely. have you used it? <clears throat> we use it at least twice a year. And we and and when we even with our dentistries, which we um which um, we're going to talk about later. Cool. Um, I get I get money back from from that too. Um, no, the the, the um the healthcare the healthcare has worked out good for me. See, I haven't done that yet. I've put money no, away I haven't done it yet either. into a savings account should I need it. But, uh, yeah. See, and now it's more expensive because she's five. If you get it when they're puppies, You're so full cheaper. of crap. You mean to tell me that you're taking money and you actually put it in a savings account for your dog or just money you put off to the side and you end up spending it anyway? Honestly, I want to get a Boxster like yours. That's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's my goal. Is there you I'm, go. Uh, so Dr. Marty Becker will be on the show, and as uh, Joey alluded to, he'll be talking about... Keeping your, your your chompers, your pet's chompers clean, and your chompers. My, mine are pretty clean. Is there yeah, anything in there? A little broccoli yeah. from last night? No. Gross. No, I'm sorry. Hey, Stace. Saving it. Saving it for later. Uh, yeah, it's lunch. What's going on, Stace? Well, guess what? what? Humans are not the only ones that have a hard time turning down junk food. Apparently, chimpanzees as well, huh. especially when it's ice cream and fizzy drinks. <laughs> I'll tell you about this. Uh, these chimps broke out of the zoo and how they lured them back in. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Ooh, lucky day. Hey, if I break out of the studio, you can lure me back in with fizzy drinks and chips and stuff. Twinkies. Twinkies, yes. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Oh, my God. Hey, Blaine. How are you? Okay, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Uh, I'm near Effingham, Illinois. Are you a truck driver? Yes. Okay, on the road. Do you take your pet with you? you travel with your dog? No, uh, no, I don't. Okay. I got the doctor here. What's up? Well, hey. Um, hi. My uh, dachshund, Bo, he, uh, he, he's overweight, but he, uh, he'll, like, drink a lot of liquids, and he, like, swells up, and he'll, like, let's say he retains water or something. And mm. then when you, uh, and then recently he started, like, wetting the bed where he lays and stuff. I don't, he doesn't mean to, because he, he'll be, like, on the step, and he'll get up, and it's wet. You know, like, okay. I don't know what his problem is lost bladder control or what it is. Yeah. And in mule dogs, you know, bladder control problems are not real common as the sole cause of urine leakage. Female dogs, sometimes we do see that they can have some sphincter problems, some leaky bladder problems, but it's pretty rare in male dogs. So for me, when I find out of a dog, a male dog that's leaking urine in any context, especially if it's accompanied with drinking more or peeing large volumes of um, urine, that would warrant a veterinary visit, and I would check a urine sample and probably some blood as well. The things that oh, okay. we look, the things that we're really going to be looking for, um, are going to be. Um, conditions that cause your baby to drink more, things like diabetes, kidney concerns, liver concerns, um, and, you know, retaining water. Sometimes we think about heart disease, but usually there would be other symptoms that I'd be focused on and looking at 
But uh, oh, I would okay. definitely well, say, yeah. He does have trouble with hair loss, but he's a doctor. I've heard that comment. That he doesn't have what? I'm sorry? He does have hair loss also, but I've had that for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that might be something that can kind of tie things together. Um, so for me, if I find out a dog is kind of losing hair, maybe getting a little pot-bellied and having excessive urinations, we might look at some hormone problems like Cushing's disease. So that, oh, okay. uh, so that might be something else to put on the whole differential um, when you see the veterinarian. But I, I, I definitely would say, you know, I can tell you certainly you need to get this baby in, at least do some baseline screening on him and uh, find oh, okay. out uh, the underlying cause. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Thanks for your call, Blaine. And uh, we're waiting here for your call at Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. You sizzling, huh? (laughs) Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And on today's show, Dr. Marty Becker, veterinary correspondent extraordinaire, talking about saving money on veterinary care without shortchanging your pet. That's all on today's show. Uh, Stacy working hard in the newsroom. What do you got going on, girlfriend? Well, coming up, a man rescues his dog from a sinking yacht, and then... He rescued his wife. Well, at least now his wife knows where his priorities are. I'll give you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> you don't want to know that I caught this huge, enormous bug outside of my office recently. Really? It was enormous. Like, I'm talking, it was probably about a four-inch kind of cockroachy, cockroachy, beetly thing. Ew. And... I pointed it out to someone because I was carrying boss at the time. And I said, hey, hey, can you, there's a bug out there. Can, there's a bug out there. Can you get it? And they were like, what do you want me to do? You want to step in? I said, no, catch it in a container, please. Yeah. And they were like, huh? I was like, yes, did I'm you catch did it. Did you look, look it up? It. Do you know huh? what it is? Did you find out what it was? You know what? I, I, I handed it off to one of my staff members because she's equally into bugs. And <laughs> um, so she, I think she was going to take it and look at it. I never did quite find out. But it was enormous. And it wasn't like a typical kind of cockroachy bug. So uh, very yeah. cool. Though. I don't know what it was. I don't know how you got somebody to actually get it and put it in a container. Well, she wouldn't. She, she thought I, I wanted it her. killed. Yeah. And I was like, here, take boss. And I like handed her boss and I grabbed the container and scooped him up. And, uh-huh. Just I wonder if there's really even cool. a, a single woman on Match.com that in her profile it says, I'm into bugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Dr. Debbie was on Match.com, that would be her thing. Into bugs <laughs> and smells. Oh, God. All kinds of weird smells. Uh, let's see. Uh, any, meeny, money. Let's go to Julie. Hey, Julie. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you two? Very fine. Great. What's going on? I have a question for Dr. Debbie. Okay. All righty. What you got? Okay, so I have a male boxer. He is uh, four and a half years old. And just a little bit of background on him. He was, um, my, my standard right, Kripdurkid? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so when so we took him in to have him neutered, and they basically opened him up and couldn't find anything. So whether or not there's something in there or not, I don't know if this could have anything to do with his issues today. Okay. Today, actually, last night, 
he ran over to his bed and promptly urinated on it, which he has never done, and he looked alarmed. When he went outside, he was dribbling, mm-hmm. and it took him a long time. And then just about two weeks ago, I started noticing that he was he was running across the room and kind of like crouching down and, and turning around and checking out his kind of back end, sort mm-hmm. of, and he did that over and over again. So all of those things are making me wonder what the heck's going on. Oh, yeah. Now, is he having any tr- difficulty going poop? Nope. That's going I mean, fine. Okay. Appetite's great. Everything is that he, he's concerned about something, and this, this urination last night on his bed was so out of the ordinary. Out of character for him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. And, and I will say that for, for those that don't know what a cryptorchid is, it's basically a male dog that their testicles don't develop and drop into the normal location in the scrotum. So they kind of hang out in different areas. So for some dogs, they just might be in the flank area, kind of in the groin, where they're just kind of sitting there under the skin. And there's other dogs that the testicle never actually makes its descent from the abdomen. And that's where they actually start off when they're, you know, little uh, fetuses. The, the testicles start off in the abdomen and gradually work their way down to the scrotal area. So for some dogs, it can be a challenge in finding these suckers if they're in the belly. Um, so for me, I have only once in practice found a male dog I have not been able to locate a testicle on. So typically, I, I tend to be very skeptical that there aren't testicles there. Um, it may just be more a factor that we just can't find them or track them down. And the ones where I've had the biggest challenges are there's a testicle located in what we call the inguinal ring. So not quite into the abdomen, not quite into the soft tissues or the scrotal area. It just kind of hangs out in there. And as the pet gets older, the testicle might develop some more, but they don't tend to get it quite as normal or sized as we might expect. Can, so can for me... Can he still have the hormones, though? Can he still absolutely. act male? I mean, because he's kind of aggressive with other males. Absolutely. And on that part of the issue, the cryptorchid, if I have a dog that I'm not certain, maybe they've been neutered elsewhere or we're having symptoms and we weren't sure we could find that testicle when they were younger. There there are different types of hormone tests that we can do, checking their testosterone levels. Sometimes we'll do a kind of a challenge test after we give a hormone and we'll take several samples. But I would say that would be definitely important. We need to know if your boy still has some hormones and some testicles somewhere. Because the male hormones, testosterone causes some swelling and enlargement in the prostate gland. So even if he's not breeding, we still have male hormone effects in those situations. So we need to check that out. And and we can do a rectal exam so I can get my little white glove out and we can check his rectum and see what that prostate feels like. If it's really, really big, we probably have some male hormones we're going to need to go looking after. Um, so, so I definitely would, you know, recommend you to see the veterinarian to see if we can figure out if this boy does have testicles somewhere that we need to address. But we still have this immediate problem of him having the difficulty urinating and the obvious discomfort. So, um, I would get a urine sample. I would certainly check him, uh, check his prostate and see what we need to do. So x-rays may be in line, getting a urine sample and, uh, deciding if we need to figure out where, um, his boy parts are, if he has them. How I guess the vet would get the urine sample? <laughs> Can yes. I do this? You certainly can, and that's a great question really? because a lot of folks say, "Oh, how am I going to get the urine from a dog at home? Chase him around or her around with a cup?" And you can do that. Although in the veterinary setting, we prefer 
to get that sterile in the clinic setting. So either we'll try it by a catheter or a method called assistocentesis. And the reason is because, you know, we really can't wipe a clean, you know, when you go to the doctors, they say wipe yourself clean before you give us that free catch. Dogs don't do that. And we really don't try to do that for them before we catch a sample. So, yeah, they'll want to get that, that clean sample. You can't just send them to the bathroom with a cup. Okay. Well, you can, but... Fun. Yeah, there'll be just a lot of other crud in there. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we don't okay. want the hair. And, okay, so. So, so I shouldn't bother. I should just let the vet do it catheter ways. I sure would, yeah. And, and okay. this is something I would definitely, you know, sometimes we get callers where I'll be like, ah, you know, when you can, it sounds like a good idea. You need to get your baby over to the veterinarian because this could certainly be a, a big problem and a concern. Can, can this wait until for two days Monday or do you think this is an emergency? If he's straining, I, I'm going to tell you that, you know, it sounds like he's uncomfortable and I never would recommend an obvious a pet that's obviously in discomfort to wait. I think it's really important that you at least ascertain how severe you're dealing with the problem, and then you can make your timeline from there from what your veterinarian tells you. All right. All right, Dr. Debbie. Thank you so much for your advice. Okay. Well, good luck with that. I hope everything turns out okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. 1-866-405-8405 to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Did you ever find that uh, testicle there, Dr. Debbie? Yeah, one dog, no. But uh, I've gotten certainly, I think, more talented at testicular findings. (laughs) <laughs> Never found that. that had to keep you up a bunch of nights. That had to just that had to bug you. It, it does. And in most cases, there's something there. So you know, it's just a matter of kind of hunting and finding the right uh, evidence there. Sounds like I know. an answer. You're making fun of me, and you think I don't notice that. <laughs> Dr. Debbie and the Lost Testicle. It sounds like a Nancy Drew book right there. Write that for teens. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. FlexRx is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. Hey, this is Ashley Bell, official spokesperson for the 5th Annual Life-Saving Tour, Get Your Licks on Route 66. The tour travels from L.A. to Chicago, stopping at shelters along the way to support adoption. Get Your Licks on Route 66 kicks off in Los Angeles on September 14th and ends in Chicago on October 19th. Check out phytofriendly.com and see where the tour stops near you. You might just find your new forever friend. Go on, sweetie. Jump to dad. I'm not sure, daddy. The water's cool. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. Jump right here. Uh, okay. Here I come. I got you. Good job. I did it. That was fun. But once we take action, we're really glad that we did. If you're thinking about selling your home, don't hesitate. Interest rates are low and buyers are in the market. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. 
What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Flex RX. Like people as dogs get older, arthritis is really the most common problem they face. And Flex RX doesn't just mask the symptoms, it restores natural joint function. Flex RX available at Pet Supplies Plus. Uh, let's go to Terry. Hey, Terry, how are you doing? Oh, you want me to lie to you or tell you the truth? I want both. <laughs> no, there's one or the other, no gray area. Okay, well, tell us the truth. Well, I'm sitting in a traffic jam in Tuscaloosa, Alabama right now. Oh, my oh. gosh. My prayers are going out to you, buddy. Yeah, I've been in it for over an hour, and Tuscaloosa is not that big of a town to be in a traffic jam for over an hour. Yeah, what are you hauling? Uh, what have I got? Oh, I got the caps for uh, liquid tide. Liquid t- caps for tide. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I guess. The, the plastic, the plastic judge, the liquid tide goes in. You never think about this. You must haul all kinds of weird stuff. Do you travel with a dog? No. No, I, I love my dogs too much to put them in a truck. Okay. I don't believe they belong in a truck. There are those who carry them, but I don't have ankle biters either. I've got big dogs. Oh, okay. I understand that. So do you have problems with your dog at home? i got Alan Cable right here. Yeah, I've got two of them. Hello, Alan. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm hanging in there. It, it's been a fiasco coming out since the first year. I was on vacation for two weeks, and I didn't get to listen to you guys. So, So what's the problem, buddy? Okay, I kind of you kind of sort of answered my question after I called in. You had the lady call in with the two poodles. I got two German shepherds, females. I bought as pups. They were paper trained when I got them, and we continued that at the house. And after a while, we took them off paper. These dogs are crowding seven, eight years old. I'm not sure. Uh, every now and then, one or the other of them will go in the house in at night. They're on a routine during the day. The wife gets up at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning. She goes to work. They're out, you know, that time. She comes home at noon from 12 to 1. They're out at that time. She's back home by 5. But sometimes during the night, they will go in the living room, and one or the other of them will go on the carpet. It's easy to tell which one did it because I've got one that's stationary pooper and peer, and the other one's a walking peer and pooper. So it's easy <laughs> So let me to ask you this. Out. So I have some questions for you. Uh, uh, that spot where the dog goes, is it the same spot every time? Uh, sometimes it's in the same area, but what I have told her to do is to sprinkle vinegar there because I hauled livestock for years, and I'm like you. I know you don't clean with ammonia. Cause right. You know, you know what you got to do though, buddy. You got to okay. A couple things. Um, do you take their water away? Take their water away when you go to bed. That's that's number one because some dogs can hold it all night and some dogs can't. And uh, first thing is to make sure always that there's not a veterinary problem, a medical problem, because. Uh, sometimes dogs pee because they have a, you know, they have a kidney problem or an infection, just like a person, and they can't tell you. So the first thing you got to do is uh, make sure there's nothing medically wrong. And once you eliminate that, 
take the take our water away at night and then confine them to a space. So get a kitty gate or whatever it is. If you want to keep them in the laundry room or you want to keep them in the kitchen, confine them to that space. The third thing is to get yourself an enzyme cleaner. You can get that at the pet store and clean that area of the rug real good so that the scent is not there. Because once a dog goes in a certain spot, you know he'll continue to go back to that spot to go because he doesn't realize he went. He just knows that a dog is there and, and urine is there. Right. So he's going to mark that, that spot. But the best thing to do is to confine the dog to a, to an area so you don't have to worry about the dog peeing in your house. And, and if she or he does go, it's in that confined area. And dogs don't like to go where they sleep. So they only go when they have to go. So, again, first step, go to the vet, make sure everything's okay. Second step, take her water away at night before you go to bed. That way she won't drink and get her bladder full and have to have the urge to go. And the third step is to confine the dogs to a space so that you have control over where they are. It, it's not a not an easy task because I've got six dogs in the house. Oh, I've my gosh. i got three St. Bernard, a lab, and a beagle. Wow. Holy cow, buddy. That's a kennel. That's not a house. That's a lot of dogs you got there, my man. Whoa. Well, you, I do something you don't agree with, too. I sleep with my dogs when I'm home, so. <laughs> oh, no, I, I don't. don't I didn't say it. <laughs> See, I, I don't want people to get the wrong idea about that. Like me and Hal, we always talk about that. I, I hate the term expert. I will never <laughs> tell you what to do. I just don't do it. That's mm. all. I just don't do it. And my dog sleeps well, in my bed. I've done it since I've been a kid. I, I remember having a pup as a kid, and my mom, yeah. you know, it used to sleep with me too. But anyway, my dogs are rotten. They they probably know <laughs> better than most people. Whatever works for you, you know, whatever works for you. But that's the easiest way. You can confine those two dogs. It's easy. You know, people have lots of excuses for why they can't do things. You know which dog is peeing, confine that dog to the kitchen or to the laundry room with a doggy gate, or put the dog in a crate at night. And that way you don't have to worry about it because you can't teach a dog not to pee in the house if you're not there. And, and that's the, that's right, the biggest right. problem. And see, the thing is, she didn't get to go home yesterday at lunch. And they were locked up for eight hours and, and neither one of them two went. I mean, it's not yeah. an ongoing thing. It's just a periodically, every once in a while thing. They never do it when I'm home because I let them out more frequent. If I get up in the middle of the night to go bathroom myself, you know. When you're home, are you home for long stretches of time? Because that's another thing. Dogs will start peeing in the house when things change. Like uh, if you move, if, if anything changes, they some dogs are sensitive to that. So if you're home for two weeks and you're gone for two weeks, you know, the dog might freak out a little bit because there's nobody in charge, and then they, they pee in the house. There's all kinds yeah, of little things that can make a dog start peeing in the house. But it's easy to stop it, and the easiest way is the way I told you. Just confine the dog to a space. Yeah, because I handle them firm. I mean, I'm not lax with them. I mean, they mind better than most kids, actually. Well, I can tell, All Terry. You're tough. I, I mean, I'm scared of you now. Hey, hey, Terry, tell me to do something, man. I want to see if I react. Tell me to sit. <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm laying down. Scratch my belly. Scratch my belly, roll Terry. Roll over. Roll over. If you don't roll over, you don't hey, get free. keep those legs closed. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Alan just peed on the floor. Yeah, I was going to scratch his belly anyway. He's got parts I don't want to touch. Yeah. Hey, Terry. Oh my gosh, I have to confine myself now. How come yes, if something changes in the house, the dogs pee? I mean, what is what is that significant uh -huh. to? You know, Joey, that's a good question. Uh, dogs manifest stress in different ways. Each dog is different. Every dog has a unique personality. Some dogs are unfazed by anything, and some dogs are very sensitive to routine and structure. So that so, if you're home every day or, you know, if you decide to move, you know, you can't prepare your dog. You can prepare your kids. You can say, hey, kids, we're moving. But your dog doesn't so is that know a stress what the heck thing? Is. Yes, it's a stress thing. 
it's just thing. Okay, yes. that, that, that's what I that's that's well, what I was. Um, it's an anxiety stress thing. It's an anxious stress thing, and they they will I, manifest as some dogs will chew, some dogs will pee, some dogs will start jumping on you. Uh, they'll start doing something that they didn't previously do, you know, because they're nervous and stressed right. out. Well, I, I don't see that a problem with my dogs because, like I said, my wife and I are real laid back and relaxed and calm, and the dogs are the same way. Well, Terry, you're a joy to talk to. I wish you many years of happiness, success, and love, and uh, you're obviously a great dog person, so thank you so much for that. Oh, yeah. 1-866-405-8405. God, I had an argument with a guy in a bar last night. Uh, what was that about? Pit bulls. Pit bulls. Okay. I can see you at the bar, pulling yourself uh, up to the bar and talking uh, pit bull. But, but then he got all crazy and illogical. I mean, it was ridiculous. People, when people drink, they get nuts. It turned into a conversation about, you know, kids should have to pay to ride their bikes on the street. And that's, that's when I got up and walked out because he told me that he paid for all the sidewalks in America. And I said, well, I'm a taxpayer. And he goes, no, no, I put those sidewalks in. And I go, okay, I got to go now. And then on the way out, I could hear him going, it's just like the pit bull thing. That's what it's like. People are nuts. I'm telling you. People are when out they of drink, their minds. They are. They really are. Well, that's, it's all these bars. That Here's another story, another bar story. This comes out of Waukesha, Wisconsin. Near Waukesha. The, is it Waukesha? Waukesha. A 41-year-old Waukesha man was charged last week with allegedly arguing loudly on behalf of one of the America's lesser-known freedoms, the right for a man to love a goat. That's uh, that's beautiful. That's one of the Ten Commandments, thing. or one of the. Yeah. What about the goat? Does okay. the goat? You know, did he? Does the goat love him back? I mean, how how do we know this? We don't. Uh, Joyce, Joy, Joy, are you there, Joy? <laughs> I'm does here. The goat, I'm just smiling. <laughs> does the goat love this guy? I need to know this. The goat gave me, gave me this look like, are you completely out of your mind? Mm -hmm. you know what the goat said to sure. me? It's not bad. <laughs> Well, the story is uh, Sean Keith Orris. He was charged on June 13th with carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct inside a, a bar. What bar was it? Waukesha's Montecito Ristorante Lounge. And he was asking strangers outside the bar, do you think it's right to love a goat? An issue that perhaps demands attention after a half dozen beers or a couple of shots. Get this. He called the police on himself. He, oh he, he called the police and he complained that he was battered and bloodied while he was asking strangers this question. Police came out and, uh, of course, arrested him. He was battered and bloody as he asked people this question. He's, uh, Pardon me, ma'am? Ma'am? He faces up to a year in prison and $11,000 in fines. You know, he says after the first altercation with the bartender, he actually went back home, showered, and came back with a five-inch long pocket knife. Only in America. He went home and showered yeah. before he... Well, oh, he showered for the goat. Of course. <laughs> oh, good for the goat. Of course. Help right there. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. 
Kimpton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first hotel company to welcome pet guests, goes way beyond just allowing them to stay. Kimpton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, D.C., and other major U.S. cities, stay at Kimpton Hotels. Find us at KimptonHotels.com. What do you think about when you're driving? Music? Sports? We think about nice, big, fluffy piles of insulation and filters and motor suspension and water projection and things like that. We are Bosch, and we are the quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. You could say we wrote the book on quiet, and the next chapter is flexibility. Nearly every Bosch dishwasher now features a third rack that holds silverware and whisks and tongs and spatulas and increases your loading area up to 30%. How did we do it? Well, as we said, we're Bosch. We think about things like that. Come see what we've invented for you. See the complete line of Bosch dishwashers at Sears or visit Sears.com slash Bosch. Quietest dishwasher brand in the U.S. based on an average of sound ratings on major brands' websites. Major brands define as trackline top 10 brands March 2013. 30% more loading area compared to a Bosch dishwasher with two racks. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I, I'm, I'm begging you, spay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll, play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. If you've ever wanted to run the risk of being trampled by a bull but you just couldn't afford the cash to go to Spain, well, guess what? You can now go to Virginia. More than 5,000 people have already signed up for the Great Bull Run. It's a Pampelona-inspired event to be held at Richmond's Drag Strip later on this month. The run is the first of several. They're going to be held across the U.S. in the next 12 months. The events also feature that huge tomato-throwing food fight that was inspired by Spain's La Tomatina Festival, or La Tomato Festival. I don't know. You say tomato, I say tomato, tomato. There's a song, isn't there? (laughs) There's a song somewhere in this. Anyway, crazy. Okay, scientists are trying to find out. There's a real problem here. There are more dolphins that are dying along the East Coast, including Maryland. And Dr. Brent Whitaker is with the National Aquarium. They die for a number of reasons, including disease, including human interaction, such as with uh, fishing vessels or with plastic ingestion of uh, foreign bodies, plastics. We don't know what's causing this at this point. More than 100 Atlantic bottlenose dolphins have been found dead mostly in the Chesapeake Bay. In Maryland, 15 dolphins turned up dead this year, including seven in July. The biggest increase, though, was in Virginia. They had 42 dead dolphins in July, compared to 10 in the same months in 2011 and 2012 put together. Some dolphins are being found alive, and they're also being treated. Well, Lindbergh Field in San Diego's installed what could be called the country's first airport pooch potties. Officials include four fancy pet relief stations. It's all part of their billion-dollar expansion. The 75-foot square spaces have fake grass and a fire hydrant, along with deodorizers, a hand-washing station, and complimentary baggies for cleanup. So if you can't get a stall in the airport, you could always use one of the, uh, there's more, uh, you know, there's more amenities outside than there probably are inside. The space compiles with the TSA requirement that airports have pet relief areas. The only drawback is that travelers who use them have to leave the terminals and then go through a second security check to get back in. 
Well, if you ever suspected that your husband secretly loves your dog more than you, it's pretty rare that you get definitive proof like this. Graham Anley and his wife Cheryl, they're from South Africa. They were on a sailing trip all the way to Madagascar. Well, just the two of them and their nine-year-old Jack Russell Terrier Rosie for about three months. They were sailing near the coast on the east side of South Africa. They hit rough water. Their yacht capsized. And as Graham swam to shore, he decided to get the dog before he got his wife. Well, after he got Rosie safely on dry land, then he swam back to get his wife. A rescue helicopter picked him up. All three ended up okay, although the boat was ruined. Graham hasn't said why he grabbed Rosie before his wife, although... Uh, We're probably thinking it's because terriers aren't great swimmers and his wife probably was much better. But still, you know she's going to hold this over him forever. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. What do- Dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding. Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Come on, sweetie. Jump to Dad. I'm not sure, Daddy. The water's cool. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. Jump right here. Uh, okay. Here I come. I got you. Good job. I did it. That was fun. But once we take action, we're really glad that we did. If you're thinking about selling your home, don't hesitate. Interest rates are low and buyers are in the market. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Shaquille O'Neal for new Icy Hot Advanced Cream. I know all about living with pain. After 19 years of pro ball, man. But now I'm feeling awesome. New Icy Hot Advanced Relief is the real deal. Icy Hot Advanced Cream has two maximum strength ingredients to last up to 50% longer. Works great on shoulders, backs, knees, even arthritis. Icy to dull the pain and hot to relax it away. Come on now. Advance past pain and get on with living. New Icy Hot Advanced. Available in cream and patch. Pain over. Use only as directed. Animal Radio, Dr. Debbie, very talented in her own right. She's written so, several great books, Yorkshire Terrier, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. If you have a, sh- a Schnauzer or a uh, Shih Tzu or a Terrier or a Pug, definitely pick up one of these. They're like uh, manuals, operating manuals for yeah, your dogs. Yeah, quick reads. Got a lot of tips about behavior, identifying medical problems, and what you need to prepare for. So. And we link to it from AnimalRadio.com. And uh, we're going to Darlene. Hi, Darlene. Hi. How are you doing today? Where are you? I'm actually in Buckeye, Arizona. Buckeye, Arizona. And do you travel? Yeah. Are you traveling right now? Yeah, I'm a truck driver. Okay. Do you have your dog with you? Yes, I do. How is your dog? I have the doctor here. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, it's uh, 
He's about 13 and a half. He just got diagnosed about two months ago with second-stage heart disease. Um, They put him on Temeril, uh, half a pill every day, which made him look like he swallowed a basketball. So I I cut down to a quarter of a pill every day, and since I found these herbs online, I've cut down to a quarter pill every other day. So we're working on that weight issue to try to make him a little more comfortable. Um, Okay. The the herbs i got to give him need to be like in a wet food. So I'm trying to transition him from a, a dry food to a, to a wet food. And he's been on the same food his whole life, so I'm, I'm really nervous about changing the food. But I wanted to know, like, the best wet food. I imagine he's probably going to be on these for the rest of his life. Well, I'm a little confused, honestly, because Temeril P is actually a steroid. Right. And, and, and that's not typically part of how we treat heart disease. So what, what reason was he put on that? The cough. The wet cough. For coughing. Okay, so more of a bronchitis type thing then. Okay. And and that is a a typical problem we can see when a patient's on long-term steroids is that we can get some weight gain and increased appetite associated with that, which can be a vicious cycle because the fatter you get, the harder it is to breathe and the more you cough. So that is a real big challenge there. And uh, depending on, I don't know all the details of his, you know, bronchitis and his coughing problem, but there's also some other things that we can look at doing for a pet with a chronic cough. If it's not heart-related and we're not looking at using diuretics or vasodilators because of congestive heart failure, then we might be looking at things like a a bronchodilator or a cough suppressant and see if we can avoid the steroids or indefinitely or to minimize them as much as possible because that that definitely could be a a vicious cycle there. These herbs are really good and I just wanted to take them off the Temeril altogether to get rid of the steroids and I just wanted, I didn't know what kind of dog food because like I said, he's always been on dry dog food and I wanted to, and these have to go in a wet. Well, you know, that's a very difficult thing to say. What is the best canned dog food out there or best wet dog food out there. And I think you have to look at what is most palatable and look at his overall health conditions. Say if he's having weight issues and we're gaining weight, we do need to watch the calorie counts. And sometimes we can very easily overestimate the amount of food that a pet might need. And if they're already weight prone and we're trying to watch that weight, um, it's very easy sometimes. So you have to be a bit cautious. Now, if you're afraid of actually switching over to a canned food, I have some clients that because of uh, food allergies or just a very fussy pet, we can use the same dry food and you can add hot water make it mushy, um, you can pulverize it, you can do some different things within the same base diet if that's something that we don't want to rock the boat. So that's a possibility. Um, I don't know a whole lot about Chinese herbs, I will be honest. Um, So I don't know if they have to be in a canned food form or if you're talking just in a moist food structure. That, to me, I don't understand that. I don't know that. I can't tell you that. But I will tell you, you know, there's some other great foods out there. We do have one through Animal Radio called Stella and Chewies, which um, it comes in a dry form, but you can actually hydrate it. And that might be one thing you can look at as well. Okay. Well, interesting. Sounds like you've got a lot of different things going on there. And 13 and a half years old, that is awesome. I have to commend you. I have a pair. I have a pair. They're 13 and a half, and I've had them since they're five weeks old. And they've been on the same dog food, and they've been exercised regularly. We just went and had thorough x-rays and everything, and they're, like I said, they're in really good shape other than this. Do you ha- Can you tell me what life expectancy is on a toy poodle? You know what? I was actually going to share that with you because the oldest dog that I have ever treated in my veterinary practice was a 24-year-old miniature poodle. And uh, it was the oldest dog. And I swear to goodness, I actually said, come on now. You, you must have adopted this dog. You don't know when you know, this dog. 
but it really was. And it wasn't up until the very last couple years of that dog's life that we started to have some problems. I did a dental cleaning on the dog when he was 20. So wow. it just goes to tell you, uh, you know, age isn't always a number that we have to be fearful of. It's really the whole health itself. So. I was starting to get a little nervous when we hit the 13 mark, so that makes yeah. me feel better. <laughs> Yeah, but vigilance pays off. So, you know, stay on top of things. Preventative care is great. So best wishes with you, Darlene, and your babies there. Let's go to Sandy. Hey, Sandy, how you doing? Oh, hi, I'm doing okay. What's going on? I have Joy right here for you. Um, yes, I have a kitty, and she's, she'll be 17 on the 20th of August. And um, she's had a few uh, problems, and um, she has cardiomyopathy, which is her heart murmur at stage 3. And she's on the edge of kidney disease, and um, but she hasn't had the, the uh, had to have the um, subcutaneous fluid yet. We're still having tests done to check her BUN and creatinine, and um, she's she's gone through. The doctor said that she had gone through some blindness, and um, she's always had bad hearing. And I would just like to um, ask Joy to talk to her, and and I'd, I'd like to know how how she feels that she's doing, and if she's aware of this, and I want to know how much I love her. Okay, I'd be happy to do that for you, Sandy. And tell me what your kitty's name is. Her name is Annie. Okay, okay. Oh, Annie feels like a really, really gentle little kitty. She also wants you to understand that she does know things are going on with her body, but it's not a huge deal for her. She's in some discomfort. It's a little bit disconcerting sometimes for her, the way her body does things. But it's not anything monumental that she's really unhappy or upset about. She knows that you are upset by it, but she's she's not. She's just much more accepting that her body is doing things and there's not really anything she can do about it. So she would like it if you would be not so upset. She thinks that would be very nice if you could just be kind of accepting of things are just the way they are and there's not really a whole lot to do about it. She doesn't okay. feel like... She's in a lot of pain or any of that stuff. She's just sort of, like many animals will do, she's making the best out of the situation exactly the way it is. And she wants you to know she so completely knows how much you love her. She totally understands you every time you say anything like that to her. That's very comforting to know. Um, Good. Is she bothered by her blindness? Is Has this... I we don't understand how, how much her blindness is. She seems to see light and see movement. She says she does see more or less. She can tell she sees enough that she knows where she is. So that isn't again a huge issue to her, although she also wants you to know that they see a little bit differently than just with their eyes. And what she's trying to explain to you is they also see things energetically. So they see energy shapes and energy forms which also helps her know where she is and helps her understand what's going on around her. And she says the not seeing as well as she had, that was one of those things that was very disconcerting to her at first, but she thinks she's getting used to it now. So she thinks she'll be okay with the way it is. Does it help have a light on for her at night overnight? It is good for her. She does appreciate that. Okay. Okay. Thank you for your call today. one 405 is toll-free to the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. I'm 
Judy, I'm feeling overworked again. I think I need another getaway. Where do you want to go? I have some suggestions. <laughs> Anywhere there's a Kimpton, we can take Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. Oh, great hotels. We went to the uh, Argonaut in San Francisco, and we brought oh, Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. We'll always remember it. They rolled out the red carpet for her. And, I was going to say, for her, yeah. We, yeah. They treated us, us well, but yeah, us they too. really they rolled out the carpet nice. for her. Yeah, you know, whenever you come in the lobby, they would call her by name. It's yes. pretty cool. And uh, so I feel, I feel like the winner of the Kimpton photo contest, the third annual pet photo contest. I'm a little bit jealous. I'll tell you that right now. And that's that's because Beth, who has Raven, the uh, the owner of Raven. Yes. Who's what kind of dog? A Rottweiler. A Rottweiler. Rottweiler. Yes. Won the Gorgeous contest. girl. I know. It, let me hold just up the picture to the microphone. Face. You just fall in love with that face. You just want to squish it. Beth is going to get to choose where to go to spend three nights at a Kimpton hotel, round trip airfare on JetBlue, two spa treatments, a hundred dollars at the Kimpton restaurants, and they have some great wow. restaurants too. And uh, so we we got. I believe we have them on the phone. Steve? Hey, you guys. How's it going today? Very well, thank you. Steve Panetti, of course, from Kimpton. And, and Beth, are you there? I'm here. Congratulations. You thank did... you very much. I, I was actually saying congratulations to Judy, who was oh, able to I got conference him. these two phone calls <laughs> together. But congratulations to you. Now, how many votes did you get for Raven? Um, I think it was around 500 votes. 500 votes. Okay, so I see that over 2,100 dogs and cats and bunnies and hamsters were all entered in this contest, and uh, over 45,000 people voted. You know, this was, um, again, as you, as you pointed out, dogs, cats, bunnies, hamsters. It was a great contest. Uh, it was up about 20%. The numbers, the votes, and the, ins- and the uh, contestants were up over last year. So uh, you guys are doing an awesome job helping us promote our pet-friendly program, and more what? and more people are tuning in and entering the contest each year. And that's uh, we're excited about that, and we're... We're, we're really uh, proud to be a part of the program and, and do this with you guys. We had it easy because you yeah. <laughs> you shaved it down to 20 contestants, 20 that must absolutely have been amazing animals that we had to choose from. And i got to tell you, we did not all agree here. But I have to say, Raven was, Raven was the selected top by almost everyone. Beth, where are you going to go? Have you decided where you're going to take that Kimpton trip? I do believe we're probably going to go to the Vero Beach Kimpton. Ooh, Vero oh, Beach. Wow. You know, Vero Beach, when I, uh, I live in uh, San Francisco, California, when I think of going to Florida, I think of the white sand beaches, I think of sitting on my balcony with the wind blowing through the palm trees, sunny days, you know, falling asleep on the couch, trying to read a book. To me, Vero is the quintessential relax, get away, chill out, tune out, uh, way to experience uh, uh, Florida. That sounds fantastic. Well, congratulations, and I encourage listeners that are looking for uh, to get away like I am to for a weekend at a beautiful hotel and bring the dog along or bring the cat or bring the iguana, of course. It's all about Kimpton. There's no fees or deposits. There's no weight, no size, no breed, or even animal type restrictions. And there's no limited number of pets that can be in the room. Kimpton Hotels. Check it out. And then, by the way, the number, I wanted to give out that number. Someone just called a few minutes ago. It's 1-888-KIMPTON. This is Animal Radio. This is Animal Radio, baby. 
First Amendable Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Have you had a chance to check out the brand new intro pack featuring the Chewy's Chicken Dinner, the Simply Venison, Stella Super Beef, the Duck Duck Goose, or the Phenomenal Pheasant? These little four ninety nine pouches so you can figure out which particular flavor your dog likes. Of course, this is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and she uh, I think she likes the beef, and I think she likes the duck, the Duck Duck Goose. So we don't we don't actually need to test. But if you need four ninety nine for these little intro packs, find them wherever you get Stella and Chewies. And which line, Judith? Let's go to line four. Fame. Fame. Is that your is that your name? Fame. Yes, it is. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Why fame? I was named after my grandmother. Why was she fame? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I like it. It's catchy. What's going on? I have the good doctor here. Well, hi. Uh, uh, hi. I have two chihuahuas and had them to the vet on Thursday, and their school came back positive for hook worms. Um, for what kind of worms was that? Hook worm. Hook worms, okay. Yeah. And um, started them on Nemox. They took one dose on Thursday, and I'll get another one in two weeks, nothing in between. And I was wondering what I can do in the meantime. I'm going to clean up after them right away. Do I need to worry about it going on to my cat? cat never goes outside. Yeah, well, with hookworms, it's definitely a parasite that can infect dogs and cats. Um, So certainly if they're in the same environment, that would be a concern. And um, for dogs, they will be passing those eggs in the stool. So the, the biggest area we really need to focus on as far as for decontamination is going to be um, prompt pickup of the feces um, on a daily basis or several times a day. There's a certain, there's different life stages that the hookworm parasite will go through until it becomes infective in a larval stage. So kind of a like microscopic worm stage. And that worm stage is where it can be infected to uh, pets and even people so you want to make sure we don't allow the stool to stay around um, for long periods of time so we don't get into that situation and if, if you're cleaning uh, solid surfaces like uh, tile flooring we can use dilute bleach as a way to help disinfect the area and to kind of help dry out things as well um, but it's hard to uh, you know how to kill hookworms on grass or vegetation um, that's going to be a little challenging unless you're going to add something else in there um, so as far as for people, I do recommend if we have hookworms in the environment, um, not to be walking around barefooted because that's how one way that people can acquire these. If they go to beaches or they're out walking around in parks and a dog comes along and poops and has hookworms, those eggs will develop into larvae and you can actually acquire them that way and get a type of a dermatitis from that. So it would be wise to have your kitty checked as well, and uh, it wouldn't hurt to do a regular deworming protocol as well for that. I don't give them another pill for another two weeks. Anything else I can do in the meantime, give them anything that might, I don't know. Anything else that will help them clear the infection. Yes. So, um, well, the frequency for hookworms, we do need to stick to that two-week deworming cycle and the biggest problem is because hookworms do have this ability to hide in the body. So what happens is when those eggs develop, when they acquire those in their um, intestine, they go through a larval stage inside the pet's body, in the tissues of the body. So even though we might kill those parasites that are in the gut, the 
those little larvae are actually swimming around in the pet's tissues. So they hang out in the tissues until later, and that's why we have to do these regular dewormings every two weeks. So I don't see any reason to give any other medications other than that every two-week um, timing. Um, beyond that, you know, I do have sometimes where I'll advocate doing probiotics if I have pets that have parasites that are hard to kick. That's just something that's good because the gut is one of the major immune um, organs in the body. So probiotics can help the general immune system. So that wouldn't be a bad idea. But outside of that, I, I don't really, I don't really think there's going to be anything else that we're going to be able to do to really help them uh, clear these faster, other than being really diligent and make sure we're not repopulating with more parasites in the in the environment. Okay, so clean, 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 and. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Clean, be diligent with your timing of your um, parasite treatments, consider a probiotic, and then stay faithful with uh, those regular stool checks to make sure we're, we're staying cleared of this. Some folks, we will, once we get through hookworms, one interesting strategy is many heartworm preventatives can actually be used to help prevent those reoccurrences. So um, Interceptor is one that um, if I have hard-to-clear um, hookworms, we may put the pet on that on a once-a-month as their choice for a heartworm preventative, which also helps to keep those um, hookworms from coming back. So you can check into okay. that, too. Um, probiotics, do I get them from the vet? Do I get them from the health food store? Where would I get them? I'm a fan of working with your veter- veterinarian for probiotic selection. There are several good ones that um, that we study within the veterinary world, um, so you might want to check with your veterinarian. Not to say you can't use some from a, a human pet store, but um, you know, I prefer to stay with those lines and those cultures that are looked at within the, the pet world. So there's some by okay. Iams, Purina. There, there's oodles of them out there. So. Okay, great. Hey, thanks for your call, Fame. Okay. 1-866-405-8405. That's our toll-free number to ask your questions. There's also other ways. You can, uh, we have other ways of asking questions. We have our ways. <laughs> the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download. Not only can you listen to the show, but you can ask your questions right from the app for the entire Dream Team. Stacy Cohen, working on news right around the corner. Have you ever watched the bull run in Spain and thought, wow, this would be so fun, I could get such a rush doing it? Well, now you can go to Virginia and do it. I'll tell you all the details. And you can even add that uh, tomato festival that they throw tomatoes at you. They've got the whole thing in Virginia. That's the hot spot. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Wow. What are we doing here? Isn't that wonderful? wonderful? You don't have to go to Spain to get maimed and trampled anymore. It's so wonderful. America's a wonderful country. Uh, I just want to have more tomatoes thrown at me. Pal's horny. I guess so. Yeah, I said you're sizzling hot. That makes me horny? Well, you got sex on the vibe. Come on, I mean... Every weekend, we're here in this studio with this hot woman, and you can't mention it. Is that what you're saying? I know you're thinking it. I'm just starting to. I'm just trying to start trouble. That's all. I live for that. <laughs> you're both troublemakers. That's all I have to say. You are I'm too. Offended. I'm offended and violated that you're making sexual comments, and then I'm offended that you're not. <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> that should be a Saturday Night Live bit right there. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. You're listening.
listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Let's hit the phones. Hey, Bill, how are you doing? Hey, well, I'm doing all right. I feel like you're having fun. We always do. We always have loads of fun. <laughs> What's up in your world? Well, I'm in Florida getting ready to go home on Tuesday. What do you haul? You're a truck driver. What do you haul? Well, today I'm hauling charcoal out of Kentucky. Charcoal out of Kentucky. Sounds like a yeah. country song. <laughs> it better be a bluegrass song. Of course. What do you got going on? Well, I was going to ask Joy a question. Joey or Joy? Joy. Joy? Joy. Okay. I'm right here. What can I do for you, Bill? Hi, hi Joy. Um, well, I, I seem to think that I have a type of, uh, some kind of psychic ability. I've thought this for years, uh, just because of various things that happen. But I was wondering, how can I harness that ability or at least learn to use it better? <laughs> Is there a way or a method or a book or something that you can tell me that I can uh, pursue to uh, increase my ability? Well, first of all, there are all kinds of books written from all different perspectives, so you'd need to go to a library and see what you particularly resonated with about it. But it's really very, very simple. You have to give yourself permission, and you've already started doing that. So all you need to do is keep focusing on, for instance, if a psychic ability is an easy thing to come into use of when you accept the information that you get because your subconscious mind has been taught that that's not a real thing. So when you accept that you've gotten that information and you expect it to be real, that helps your subconscious mind let more of that kind of information through. Mm. That's why uh, Alan's psychic powers never work is because he's, he's such a skeptic. I have psychotic ability. That's what you... <laughs> <laughs> Bill, what makes you think you have uh, these uh, gifts? Well, one thing that happens on a daily basis is whenever I feel like I have to get up at a certain time, whether it's 3.30 in the morning or 7 or, or 1 in the morning, all I have to do is just tell myself, and I'll wake up 10 to 15 minutes beforehand. Yeah. And if I feel like I have to set the alarm, um, if I do actually set an alarm, I'm always awake 15 minutes before the alarm goes off. Uh, different things like that. I'm like... If I'm coming along in, in traffic and I feel like, oh, something's going to happen, I need to change lanes, and there's no reason to change a lane, I change lane, and then there's either somebody in a slow car or somebody darts over in the lane I was in, or you know, something like that. But, but there's all kinds of things since my childhood that's been, that, that I've thought were psychic abilities. And that's and, exactly uh, how it all works. Well, so just keep... keep... Since, since childhood, everybody as humans are, are taught to look away from, from anything that might be supernatural or uh, in an ESP realm at all. And I just was wondering, like I said, how to, how to harness it. I, I, I want to use it on command if possible. <laughs> well, it certainly Enjoy. is possible. So it's just keep doing what you're doing. It's going to work out. The more you accept it, the more it works. Wow. Joy, okay. is there, are there guardian angels? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I, I, I was going to tell you a story. I, f I forget the gentleman on the, on the uh, phone's name, but, uh, I have a buddy that when he was a little boy, he was in the car with his sister and a voice told him to get out of the car. And, and this is a really intelligent guy. He's a, he's a mechanical engineer and we're friends for many years. And, and he grabbed his sister and got out of the car. And as soon as he did, a crane that was across the street fell on the car and crushed it. And that's a true story. Wow. This kind of thing happens all the time, and everybody is born 
connected to all of this type of awareness, we just are taught out of paying attention to it. I just got to pay closer attention to uh, uh, little things that, that are any impressions I might get or something. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what's going to happen next? Yeah. I, I got to move on to another caller. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I, I, I sure enjoy listening to the show. We thank you for listening, and I know you listen on XM. Do not fear XM listeners. Download the Animal Radio app. It's a free download, and you can continue to listen to all your favorite shows. one 405 8405 is toll-free. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Hello, I'm David Bellamy of the Bellamy Brothers, and we're on Animal Radio. Love your animals. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joy Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, Judy is screening your calls to toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. We're a little giddy here in studio today. I think it might have been something in the donuts, maybe a little too much sugar. I don't know. Hey, Stace, what are you working on? Well, coming up, we've got a story about a Chinese man who was traveling uh, with his pet turtle, actually tried to sneak him into the airport and disguise him as a Kentucky Fried Chicken Sandwich. <laughs> I'll give you all the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Uh, I stick around just for that. Yeah. yeah. What? I just got to wonder, you know, what thought process went into that. I mean, when he's when he's thinking up his disguise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, how are you doing? Oh, just fine. Where are you calling from? I, yeah. I live in Boneville, Georgia. Boneville? Is that really the name? Boneville? Yeah, yeah. I found out a, a, a couple weeks ago our hotel burnt down there. It hasn't been inhabited since the 1930s. Holy I found out it was, they built it in 1845. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Some guy named Bones came there in 1840 and built a mill below the, he built a dam and made a mill pond and made a mill. And it became a booming place. <laughs> That's the name Boneville. Yeah, his his name was John Bones, B O N E S, and that, that beautiful. Went up to about five years ago, we had a post office. Oh well, I'm going to dedicate today's show to Boneville, if that's okay with everybody Dim in the city. Okay, Jim Bones and Bones, <laughs> Doctor Debbie, I I believe this call might be for you from Boneville. Okay, so what do you got going on? I got these really handsome chihuahuas. I got a male. He looks just like the Beverly Hills uh, male in that mm-hmm. movie. He's handsome. He's got all the markings, and he's pedigree. And I got a female I brought in, a puppy, and she's grown now. And I can't get them to the mate. Uh, well, she gets very violent. She has mm-hmm. mood swings like I've never seen Otherwise, she's You've a, never seen a bitch in heat though. before? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 you know what? She gets, her mood things are so bad. I actually rewrote a Disney song about her. Oh, really? Oh, really? Can, oh yeah. Can we hear it? In fact, I just added to it. Well, don't you want to know what I want to do to the dog to make her mate? <laughs> First of all, either one. I can do both of them. Yeah, well, either, either, either way, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm game. Okay. Uh, what do you want to know? You want to know what, I, what my plan is to to make this happen? Yes. Or do you so tell me what. First? Tell me what your your plan or what you think the solution to this problem is. Okay, 
he's been uh, humping on stuff like toys and all that, and just not ejaculating, not you know, actually getting an erection, but he humps on this stuff. And he has mm-hmm. this one pillow that he humps on all the time. We call it his woman. And I was thinking about ripping it open and wrapping it around her and take some baby uh, diaper pins and wrap it around her. Maybe that might do two things. It might make him more attractive to her, and it might keep her from turning around and trying to bite him. Well, you know that it isn't a foreign concept, and they actually do this with um, collection of semen for large animals, large breed animals. They do have kind of like a a fake um, horse that they will um, collect from, and then the, the animal will oh. mount that. So th- that's a possibility. Horse. <laughs> so yeah, kind of like a Trojan horse. Has three of those. Um, so <laughs> the concept is there. Now, now the thing that I will tell you is that there are situations, especially when dogs are they grow up in the same household that the female may never accept and she will never stand for a breeding. Even if she's going through estrus and even if she is certainly horny as craziness, um, part of that is because of doggy dominance. And there are some females that just do not accept the, um, I guess, the the stature that the male in that household is um, worthy of mating with her. Um, She may be more dominant aggressive. Um, There may be other things going on with that fella that may not allow him to do the deed. So... There could be a lot going on here that um, that we may not really quite understand. So I generally, yeah. if we have two dogs in the same household that things aren't going well, I don't get my hopes up too much because in many cases for established breeders, they will actually take the female to the male's household and allow the female to breed in that situation. It kind of, you know, it's kind of like on his own turf, you know, you're less nervous, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that because your dogs are in the same household. Right? Maybe we can send them to Kimpton Hotels for a nice little yeah, getaway or something like that we can consider. Yeah, <laughs> I may have to do that because, you know, I want, I want a son named Bam Bam. His name is Bam B, and her name is Feline, like the two deer from Disney. Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want, I want, I want to, I want him to to move on. I want, I want another generation sure well you know jeff i gotta tell you i i understand the motivation to want to have one of his own but here in uh las vegas 50 almost well not quite 50 percent but half of the shelter is is truly made up of a predominance of chihuahuas and pit bulls and we have no shortage of chihuahuas in this world so as much as he may be beautiful you can go to just about any shelter and find a beautiful young male and save a life and I would really advocate that you consider that. Yeah, I've seen a lot of them, but they're all neutered and, and, and spayed. But then again, you know, we're probably going to end up getting him neutered before too long because this is going to be too wild. Yeah. I mean, he, gets, he whimpers and whines and she growls. And... Yeah, can I hear the song? I'd like to hear the song. Okay, yeah. okay. okay here it goes. Here it goes. Corella Faline, she can be mean. Corella Faline, she's tiny and lean. She's got teeth and she knows how to use them. Watch your fingers, you might lose them. <laughs> Corella Feline, you never seen a sneaky, conniving, biting machine. <laughs> she warns you when it's time to go out. She's growling at you from underneath the couch. <laughs> I, I ended it there with Corella, Corella Feline. I have more verses to go, but that's what I got so far. Wow, that's, wow. Wow. that's that was, Isn't that good? Isn't that good? That's good. I'm awesome. a truck driver. I got a lot of time, so, you know, I can make up stuff like this. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're you're very talented. I might say America's Got Talent worthy. Talent. Maybe he's starting a new segment on Animal Radio. You know, maybe we need to have a you know uh, musical yes. component. Yes, I like this. That's we a good can idea. Take rock and roll songs, Disney songs, and and add them to your dog uh, personality. You know. <laughs> well, what? I, 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 I just say. If uh, it doesn't happen this time, I'm going to just get him fixed and probably go hunt another one down. Because those, those dogs are suffering. You, it's hard to break away from a chihuahua once you ever had one. Yeah, once yeah. you go to chihuahua, it's hard to go back to anything else, really. Uh, oh, Jeff, so smart. thank you so much yeah. for your call today. You you know what? You've cheered me up, is what you've <laughs> me done. Me too. <laughs> I hope I saw him good, y'all. Well, i got to write another verse or two of what make it better, but... That's not bad for on the steering wheel. Yeah, if you write any more, let me know. Give us a call. Let oh, us know okay. about it. All right. We appreciate it. There you go. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Workers at the Meridian Connecticut Humane Society are marveling at a mother cat named Satin who adopted a six-day-old Rottweiler pup who was rejected by his own mother. The puppy, now named Charlie, nurses right next to a litter of black and gray kittens. The kittens snuggle up to him like he's one of them. Charlie's dog mom was found on the side of the road. She gave birth to two puppies. One was stillborn and she rejected the other. A local vet explained that it wasn't that unusual for cats and dogs to bond in those situations. Rottweilers usually grow to be around 100 pounds, so as Charlie grows, volunteers are hoping that dog owners will volunteer their puppies to be Charlie's playmates. But for now, Charlie's happy to be a kitten, although he hasn't meowed yet. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single-source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog. Only the good stuff. For more information, go to Stella and Chewy's. Hey, fantasy football fans, wouldn't it be cool to enjoy the thrill of a whole fantasy season in just one week and win instant cash? Now you can at FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. FanDuel packs the thrill of a whole season into just one week. At FanDuel, you play in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. The money is real. No gimmicks, no fees, no BS. And with no season-long commitment, you only play when you want. Pick a new team any week and get immediate cash payouts. FanDuel is going to pay out $135 million in winnings this year. Plus, it gets better. To get you started, FanDuel is offering you up to $200 free. That's right. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks. That's $200 absolutely free. Hurry, because FanDuel's amazing offer expires this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com, click on the radio microphone in the upper right corner, and use the promo 
promo code 9494. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L dot com, promo code 9494. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up our computer files to a safe place on the web, and, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way. Go to PennyBackup.com. Radio toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, and we welcome back Dr. Marty Becker, veterinary correspondent here on Animal Radio. And uh, t- I have a big question for you, and I hope I don't go off track of what you want to talk about today, Doc. But there's a lot of new technologies that are available for our pets in the veterinary world. It's more than there were ten or fifteen years ago. I can't afford this stuff anymore. Is there a way to? Do all the procedures that need to be done without breaking sacri- the bank. <laughs> yeah, shortchanging my pet, really. Well, you might be surprised to know that I have uh, pet insurance for my own pets. Really? Which is, <laughs> which is really shocking to people. But yeah, if you have a, and you know, I would be considered upper income, America's veterinarian. Why would I have uh, pet insurance? And the reason is, let's say you do a kidney transplant for a cat, you're looking at thirty thousand dollars. Whoa, really? You're looking at holy moly. 30, yeah, and people, you know, they have a waiting list at Penn to do uh, transplants. And some of these things you can get into for, you know, complicated orthopedic surgeries and stuff, you can be up in the ten and $15,000 range for, you know, if you go down to the Animal Cancer Center down in Colorado, a mm-hmm. state to the to the veterinary school, you could easily have something that's ten or twenty thousand dollars. But l- let's go real world here. I just had a discussion with somebody uh, a couple days ago that had an older dog that was arthritic. He's twelve year old golden, and I went through the whole list of stuff. She was using just supplements, and and I had to tell her they're not going to do any harm. But the clinical studies show that glucosamine and chondroitin sulfate just don't work. There's many veterinarians that believe they work. There's many pet owners that swear they work, but the studies don't show that they work. So I went through a list of stuff she could do and she could start out with, you know, one of these non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs like Rimadyl, mm-hmm. add some Tramadol. There's Adequin, you know, like they use for racehorses, which is a, a supplement that gets, it gets into the joint itself. And then we talked about going to class four laser therapy all the way down to stem cell therapy. Wow. Wow. And, you, and you have to make a, you have to make a judgment thinking, okay, the, I know better than anybody else my relationship with them, Pat. I also know what my financial situation is. And I, I hate to see people go off the deep end when they're chasing a cure that's not going to happen. This is a 12 year old dog and it's near the last chapter probably or second to the last chapter of its life. Now, do you really want to go out and go into debt and spend $5,000 for a stem cell therapy? And you know what? If you're the type of person who that's your child, that's your family member, go for it. Uh, nobody's going to criticize somebody for taking a vacation or buying a new car or, or something like that. So. You know, I always look at people, only they know what their relationship was like with their pet and what they're willing to invest in it and when. But is the insurance company going to spend that kind of money? Aren't they going to opt for the most inexpensive route? No, they'll cover it. They'll really? cover, yeah, if you go, if you go to specialists, they'll cover that, uh, that artificial uh, hip joint, they'll cover that chemotherapy all the way. And and, the, and I'm going to tell you, it's always buyer beware, too. Some of these, you know, it's kind of like casualty insurance. It's not like human health insurance. It's more like what you'd have on your home or your car. 
but uh, there's many variables on how they pay and what pay schedule they pay. So just do your homework. Go on the websites that compare pet insurance. And, and I will tell you, I had one that's, that was a clear choice for me, but I'd want people just to be aware that they're not all the same. What differences, subtle differences are there? Mainly is one is how fast they pay and what they pay. Okay. You know, I, I want one that's that's liberal. It might cost a little more, but it's not going to be any house. When it comes time to pay, they're going to pay very quickly, and they're going to pay uh, the full amount, less the deductible. That's the main thing. Some of these, they, they're they lower rate, and you think, well, that seems like a better deal, but they just don't pay as much, and you can't get the... Because really what you're looking for, you have this pet that's a family member, and when when it comes time when that pet is really sick or injured, you want to be able to return a portion of what it gave you. And that's when you want to be able to say, thank gosh, I got pet insurance because, you know, whatever, do whatever you want to you recommend, Doc. And it's really great pleasure to be able to say, let's do it versus thinking, oh, gosh, I can't afford it. Or, you know, can I put it on this credit card or can I borrow from this person? When you can just say, let's do it. That's a great feeling. Alan, do you have pet insurance? No, I do not have pet insurance. Um for the reasons that let me ask you this aren't there limits too dr becker i mean like caps on what they'll give you yearly and or even for life there there are some that have caps yes and there's some that preclude pre-existing conditions so that that's why i think there's two or three out there that i could recommend i, I don't want to recommend it on air necessarily but there's two or three that i could recommend and some are just uh it's it's almost like a shell game you know it's like three card money in new york you know where stuff goes around but there are some really reputable ones that have been around for years years and i think there was a survey recently about seven percent of veterinarians had pet insurance on their own pets which might be shocking to people mm-hmm. wow and can you give us an idea of what what the monthly rate is like over like what do you pay a month uh, we pay well we have four dogs so it's about 100 bucks a month for mm-hmm. four dogs and, and you know what i look at i i look consider it just like that car insurance payment you know i wince every time i pay the darn thing or you know that comes twice a year or once a year the homeowners comes and you think oh gosh that's a lot but you know what i look at it just like any other thing that i i am willing to pay that per month to and that when something happens that i can say yes and also that this pet can get the expertise to go into a veterinary school or a specialty hospital and and, you know, I, I saw something the other day that somewhere in California there was some case where somebody didn't do a $10,000 procedure, so somebody said they were abusing their pet because they couldn't do it. Well, that's just nonsense. I mean, not everybody yes. has the resources to do things. If you want to give your pet everything you can, I kind of call it, uh, you know, saving money without shortchanging your pets. Keep your pet at or near its ideal body weight. That is, like this person yesterday, if this old golden retriever hadn't weighed 123 pounds, it wouldn't have the severe joint damage it has. And then also, bathe these pets weekly. Uh, We were talking today, my daughter has two pugs, and since she has been religious about bathing her pets weekly, not a single skin problem. Where before us, it was constantly staph infections and yeast infections and fungal infections, and they were chewing themselves up. So bathe your pets weekly, and then make sure you stay on a on a parasite control product year-round. Uh, we were just over at the Oregon coast. Here's all these poor old pets that come from northern Idaho and places where there's no fleas. Mm-hmm. And they go over there, and, and these I see these fleas in the sand going, it's a virgin. It's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> and they just pile drive this thing, and it's like, oh, God, where do I buy? Oh, God, where do I, where, there's nowhere to itch, you know. So make sure year-round parasite control products, because that just doesn't protect the pet but the human family member. And then daily oral care. You're not going to brush your pet's teeth, you know, less than one-tenth of one percent do, but find something that is clinically proven to reduce plaque and tartar, 
And, uh, uh, you know, gr- I've, I've mentioned this before. Greenies are, are clinically proven to reduce plaque and tartar. They have the oral, veterinary oral health care seal of approval. They're just expensive and they go fast. Uh, there's a product called CET Hextra Chews that's made by a company called Verbac. And they have this patented way to bind chlorhexidine to rawhide. And a dog will work and chew and chew and chew and chew. So it has this prolonged contact with the teeth. If you were to give one of those uh, even three days a week, you'll probably delay into the pet senior years the first time you have to have your pet's teeth cleaned. Dr. Becker, could you, you know, when we get, can, can we put all this on the website? I mean, even the insurance that, that you recommend. And, and I was going to ask you, what is a good yearly parasite uh, uh, control product? What is a good product? You know, this is one of the things I like people to do to ask their veterinarian. Uh, ask their veterinarian, what do you use on your own pets? That tells you a lot. And and I, I tell people to ask them what kind of food you feed, what kind of parasite control product you, you use. I happen to use a product called Revolution, which is a, a Zoetis product. It used to be called Pfizer Animal Health. Now it's called Zoetis. But there's uh, there's several good ones out there. Uh, Advantix is a very good one. Uh, Revolution is a good one. Uh, Frontline Plus. You, you want you want stuff that not only kills uh, fleas and ticks, but also repels mosquitoes. Because you want to, if a mosquito bites, that carries heartworm disease. And even a single mosquito bite, this is this is, you know, a little bit exaggerated, just a little bit. But a single mosquito bite can cause heartworm and kill your dog. So if they repel before they bite, they don't have a chance to transmit disease. And it's the same thing for ticks. If ticks can't bite, they can't transmit the disease. So you want something that not only kills but has a repellency factor. So this pet kind of has this... uh, Invisible hedge protection or bubble that follows it around. Yeah. So preventative. Yeah, you don't want these bugs to even take one little bite of your animal. And you know, there's some new, new oral products out too, Trifecus and Comfortus uh-huh. for people that, uh, what it does, they swallow, but then the product ends up just under the skin. So it doesn't stay throughout their tissue. It, it migrates from inside out and ends up just on the tissue. And for people who have pets that bathe quite a bit or if they have children or other pets around, it's some people think that's a safer way. But just talk to your local veterinarian, ask them what they're using, explain your pet's lifestyle. And, you know, when it comes down to saving money, too, there's lots of places you can buy prescriptions online. And what I would ask you to do, ask your veterinarian, if it's one that your budget is stressed, ask your veterinarian if they can do any better about the price. And most veterinarians will match the online prices. And the good thing about that is all those things end up in your pet's medicine record and uh, when it's uh, Saturday evening about eight o'clock and you want to call your pets veterinarian you want a relationship where you've been in there before where they know you and not that they wouldn't take the call but I'm telling you there's just like in any business there's a hierarchy and and uh, we wrote a little section in your dog the owner's manual and your cat the owner's manual about how do you become a veterinarian's favorite client and one of the things you do is you listen to recommendations uh, you refer other people you're on time for appointments uh, and you also you bring cookies or uh, <laughs> don't don't bring it in at the holidays. Bring it in in, in this time of year uh, in the afternoon on a busy day. Dr. Marty Becker, veterinary correspondent extraordinaire. The website is vetstreet.com. We look forward to talking to you again next month. Thank you, friends. We'll head back to the phones next right here on Animal Radio. Hey, fantasy football fans, wouldn't it be cool to enjoy the thrill of a whole fantasy season in just one week and win instant cash? Now you can at FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. FanDuel packs the thrill of a whole season into just one week. At FanDuel, you play in one-week fantasy football leagues for real money with immediate cash payouts. The money is real. No gimmicks, no fees, no BS. 
And with no season-long commitment, you only play when you want. Pick a new team any week and get immediate cash payouts. FanDuel is going to pay out $135 million in winnings this year. Plus, it gets better. To get you started, FanDuel is offering you up to $200 free. That's right. For every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to 200 bucks. That's $200 absolutely free. Hurry, because FanDuel's amazing offer expires this Friday. The only way to get up to $200 free is to go to FanDuel.com, click on the radio microphone in the upper right corner, and use the promo Promo code 9494. That's F-A-N-D-U-E-L.com. Promo code 9494. Don't you just hate paying for things you don't need? Well, I do. And that's why I'm here to tell you about PennyBackup.com. We all know about those big companies that allow us to back up our computer files to a safe place on the web, and, and that's great. What makes me crazy is that they make me pay for gigabytes of storage that I don't need. PennyBackup.com is here to the rescue. Same features, same data protection, same services, but you pay only 8.9 cents per gigabyte used. That's less than a dime per gigabyte. Save money, lose nothing along the way. Go to pennybackup.com. If you depend on prescription opioid painkillers or heroin to get through each day, you may ask yourself, how did I get here? Withdrawal and rehab seem like scary and difficult roads, but there is a different way. I know because I was just like you and I found it at turntohelpnow.com. At turntohelpnow.com, I learned about different ways to get help including those in a private setting without the need for daily visits. Find your courage and go to turntohelpnow.com today. Hey, this is Paula Poundstone. Wait, I forget where I am. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. I love that. Hey, hey this is Paula Poundstone on Animal Radio. Spay and neuter your pets or we're going to be eaten alive. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster & Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, it turns out even chimpanzees have a hard time turning down junk food. More proof that they're just like humans. According to the Belfast Telegraph, officials at England's Tywa Cross Zoo were able to lure a group of wandering chimps out of a secure service area in the morning using ice cream and fizzy drinks. Zookeepers say the public was never in danger during the incident, but safety procedures forced them to close the zoo down anyway. However, less than a couple hours later, the chimps were back in their normal enclosure. The zoo statement says the animals are all fine, although they were a little hopped up after having some ice cream and soda for breakfast. A Chinese man's going to be traveling without his pet turtle after supposedly trying to trick the airport security into thinking the reptile was a Kentucky Fried Chicken Sandwich tastes like chicken. According to the South China Morning Post, the man was going through security in uh, the morning when the x-ray operator noticed an odd protrusion sticking out of the sandwich in his bag. Good thing he didn't have it in his pants. The security team eventually uncovered the turtle and lectured the owner on why he wasn't allowed to smuggle his four-legged friend on the plane. He explained, I was only trying to bring my beloved turtle along for the trip. You know, those photo ops. Ultimately, though, the guy uh, agreed to keep the little friend at home while he was away. (laughs) Animal rights advocates are fearing that the Clark County Commission is going to be making a change in their horse roping rules that's going to actually hurt horses. Stacia Newman with Nevada Political Action for Horses says tripping horses is very dangerous. It is horrific. It's brutal. It's bloody. When these horses go down head first, they can snap their necks. They can break their legs. Often they, they just die. Newman fought to get the legislature to ban horse tripping, an activity where someone tries to throw a rope around a horse's hind leg 
legs and then make them fall. State lawmakers made horse tripping illegal. It's also illegal in Clark County. However, county commissioners may change their horse roping ordinance to reduce restrictions on activities involving horses and ropes. Newman says any activity involving a rope and a horse is risky, and she's asking commissioners to ban several upcoming events with horse attractions. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources have said that they've been getting threats after the death of a baby deer named Giggles. The deer was killed last month after a raid at a Kenosha County animal shelter. The DNR said the white-tailed deer was being kept illegally and that the shelter had failed to comply with its requests and it left them no other choice. Hmm. Many people don't agree that there was no other choice. The story sparked national outrage and even a Facebook page called Justice for Giggles. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. This is a referral service. Calls will be routed to an independent referral insurance agency. Do you know the number one cause of bankruptcy? No, it's not losing your job or running up credit card debt. It's not even divorce. It's medical costs. If you and your family don't have health insurance, just one serious illness or accident could be financially devastating. But now there's good news, really good news. A health insurance hotline has been established to provide health insurance for all Americans, even uninsured Americans with pre-existing conditions. Now anyone can get health insurance even if you have a pre-existing medical condition. I repeat, now anyone can get health insurance coverage. Call now for a free no-obligation quote on affordable health plans available to you. Again, this is a free hotline for anyone, even if you have pre-existing conditions. Protect you and your family from sudden unexpected medical costs. Call the free health insurance hotline right now at 1-800-838-5562. That's 1-800-838-5562. Call 1-800-838-5562. Suffering from allergy congestion? Allegra D decongests. Allegra D depressurizes so you can breathe. Allegra D, a fast, non-drowsy antihistamine, plus a powerful decongestant that gives you 24 hours of congestion-free breathing. It even reduces swelling that can cause congestion and pressure. Allegra D, defense against allergy congestion. Look for Allegra D at the pharmacy counter. Starts working in one hour, applies to first dose only. Use only as directed. Visit Allegra.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. You can also catch us at your voice at animalradio.com. Send us your questions or on Facebook. You can email your questions or Facebook us at Animal Radio or even tweet us at Animal Radio. And don't forget the Animal Radio app. There's not a radio station where you are or XM Satellite Radio. The Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. And let's uh, take a call for, what do you say, Alan? I'm game, man. Are you game? 
Let's I'm game. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Line three. Hi, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? Oh, splitting atoms. Where are you calling from today? <laughs> calling from New Mexico. What's going on with you? Well, I drive a truck, and, you know, I see all these truck drivers out here with dogs on the road with them, and I was wanting to get your guys' maybe possibly better educated opinions about what you guys think about that. Is it good for the dog to be in the truck and on the road? Is it not? And if it is, what's the best breed you guys think for the for the truck? That's a good question, Mike. Hey, Mike, do you, why do you want a dog? Is it because you're a dog lover or because you see all the other guys doing it and you want to do it too? No, no. I've, I've grown up around dogs all my life. I love them. You know, my mom, she owns a grooming shop in New Mexico, has for 15 years. You know, just been raised around dogs all my life. And just, you know, I'm out here on my own and just be kind of cool to have a have a buddy with me, I guess. Absolutely. Now, do you want a puppy or do you want to get a dog that's already an adult? Well, again, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, I've always, you know, my family, when we've gotten a dog, it's always been from a puppy. That way they grow up and you train them and they're they're with you. And I'm just, that's just kind of how we've always done it. So, I mean, a puppy would be great, but I guess it would be really hard to, I mean, at the very least, hard to housebreak them going down the road. You can't properly do that, I would think, driving all the time. Actually, you can as long as you got the time. I mean, the the best part about having a dog with you when you're in the truck is, you know, dogs are pack animals. You're the pack leader, and the dog always gets to be with the pack leader, which is awesome for the dog. And I'm su- I'm surprised more truckers don't have dogs. That's that's exciting for a dog, and it's exciting for you too. And, and the only thing you have to worry about is that with a puppy, you got to stop every two three hours to let a puppy go to the bathroom because they have to go sure. frequently. But but once the dog grows up, you don't have to do that. Now, if you can pull over every two three hours and take the dog for a, a potty break it's going to be real easy to, to potty train that dog very simple he'll never have a chance to need to go without you already addressing the issue so he will get trained very quickly to understand that you're going to stop every couple hours and let him go to the bathroom as far as uh, a calm dog a dog that can sit still for a long period of time you know gr- believe it or not greyhounds are awesome dogs they're very cool and mellow they don't need a lot of exercise basset hounds are like that but if you want a dog that's like a lab or you want a bigger dog or any dog you the trick is to observe the puppies if you can find somebody who's got a litter of puppies and just watch them you're going to see which ones are rambunctious and goofy and crazy and energetic and there's always a couple that like to lay around a lot and believe it or not when they get older that pretty much transfers they uh they don't change if a, if a dog is mellow as a puppy he's going to be mellow as an adult and if he's a crazy lunatic i want to play lots of energy dog when he gets bigger he's going to be the same up until he's about four or five years old and then he'll start to mellow out a little bit so it's all in the observation of you finding puppies and watching them for a couple of hours and you'll be able to see which ones are mellowed out well i I had an old english bulldog on the truck with me years and years ago and i just you know i I let her go because it didn't i I wasn't really sure if you know she was happy or not but i will say as far as mellow and relaxed that was the dog to have because she didn't want to do much other than just lay around on the bed or in the seat or on the floor why weren't you sure she was happy she was probably ecstatically happy just being around you buddy well i was a lot younger at the time too and i probably had no business back then having a dog with me i didn't have the time or the maturity for it but you know i'm 32 years old now that was probably almost 10 years ago and i'm just I feel well, like think about a little bit and think I could could handle it better. 
Yeah, you have more wisdom and you're calmer. But think about this. Before you go, a lot of people buy dogs. They go to work all day. The dog is left alone nine, ten hours a day locked up in an apartment. Which is fairer? You having the dog in your cab, making stops every now and then, playing with the dog. You know, you got to play with your dog at least a half hour a day. But the dog is going to be with you around people, seeing all kinds of different things, experiencing different smells. But most of all, you're together as a pack, and that's what dogs crave. If a dog had his way... You would never leave. They live in families and packs, and the packs are always together. Sure. Now, one quick question before I let you go. Um, Your best advice. Now, one thing, I mean, I have grown up around my folks who've had dogs all their lives, but as far as the track goes, maybe it's a little different. What is your best suggestion on, say the dog does have an accident? I mean, I know some people use newspapers. Some people rub the dog's face, and I think that's in the humaneness all get out because... I wouldn't want my face rubbed in anything like that, but <clears throat> do you have a suggestion or a recommendation as to how to handle an accident? Or Yes. If, if the accident is happening right in front of your eyes, you make a quick correction. And a correction is just a strong word like, no, and, and give the dog a little poke. Or if the dog is a puppy, say, no. And, and if you can, if you're pulled over, pick the dog up and put him outside immediately. But the trick sure. is if the dog, if a dog has gone and had an accident, if more than 30 seconds goes by, forget about it. Just clean it up, make believe it never happened because the dog okay. doesn't even remember that he or she did it. And, and the other thing is to praise your dog. Whenever your dog goes to the bathroom outside, say, good dog, good dog. And when you catch your dog sure. going to the bathroom inside, you go, bad dog, no, no. And they learn real gotcha. quick. But but your dog's not going to have an accident except if it's a puppy and maybe at night if you're sleeping, uh, if you sure. forget. But but when a dog is a puppy, if you take the dog out every three, four hours, by the time the dog is five, six, seven months old, that dog is going to be potty trained. You're not going to have to worry about accidents. And the other thing to remember is if your dog is house trained and your dog does have an accident or starts having accidents, take your dog to the vet immediately. Make sure there's not a medical problem because that, that happens sometimes. Well, terrific. Thank you so much for uh, taking my call, and that was incredible advice. And You're based awesome. Based on what you guys said, I think I'll go ahead and look into I, the Hey, good Mike, I think buddy. you should do it. Yeah. Hey, Mike, what are you hauling? Before you go, what are you hauling? <clears throat> oh, we haul everything. Right now I've got beef, and I'm headed to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and we haul furniture and alcohol, beer, and just whatever fits in my trailer. Hey, if you come out this way, can we load my mother-in-law into your truck in the middle of the night? That sure would help me out a little. <laughs> anything, buddy, anything. Thanks for your call, That'd Mike. Be... We appreciate All it. All right, man, thank you. one 405 8405 I don't know. I think most truckers have dogs. It seems like a lot of them do. I mean, we hear from them all morning long. If you don't, you know, why not? I mean, you're on the road all day long. Little company, they get to get out, see the world. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We're going to the phones next. Yeah, I think I know what he was saying. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, Joanne Worley on Animal Radio. Hello, and please spay and neuter your pets. Be a responsible pet owner. As a matter of fact, say a new to your friend's pets also. Give it to them as a present. What a good idea. Let's answer your calls right now at 1-866-405-8405. We have Glee on the phone. Hi, Glee. 
Hi, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. What's on your mind? I have got a couple questions for Dr. Debbie about my baby parakeet. Oh, hi. Have we talked to you before, Glee? Yeah, you have. And I thought, I you, thought you sounded familiar. Absolutely. Well, what do you got going on now? Okay. Um, one of the oldest one is perfectly fine. There's not a thing wrong with it. He's, they're almost a, um, almost a month old now. My littlest one, he is having trouble with his eating. His crop gets swollen. Okay. And what can I do for that when he gets okay. swollen like that? Is now, is, I'm go ahead. Tell me what kind of food he's too. eating. Right. He is eating and I'm hand feeding too. Okay. Because he's underweight. Okay. And he is eating on his own. Does he pick up the food normally? And is he... Um... He's not eating on his own yet. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, one of the big things when we have a crop that's not emptying, and we got to talk about bird anatomy a little bit, because birds have this nice little pouch on kind of the right side of their neck where they store their food right. temporarily until it hits their stomach area. So we can actually see that. For reals, for reals they have a place on the, on the, the side where they... What seed? They put seed in there? Well, it's as they're swallowing, the food kind of sits there as a temporary little uh, holding place. I have it's that. not so much like a pouch. Well, that's Is it like a big belly? <laughs> and they call that the crop. The crop, yeah. So, oh, okay. And this is where the food and, and liquid just kind of sit for a while before they go through the digestive process. So, in a baby bird, when we have a crop that's not emptying fully or not emptying as we would expect on time, right. that can give us some concerns about not only health problems, but also some environmental things. So some of the first things we always look at is the temperature of the feeding formula, and we make sure that that is warm enough yeah, and that the consistency is warm. Okay, what temperature do you have it at? Um, actually, I can tell by whenever I put, you know, because I'll, test it on my hand and if it feels too hot then I know that I've got it a little bit too warm I don't actually take a temperature of it Okay, well, that's kind of taking things to the next step where we can actually get um, temperatures and do you have an incubator station or you just kind of have a, a set cage to the side for I have a uh, little nesting box for them and everything like that Okay. Now, the first thing with a baby that has this kind of problem is because these little guys can go downhill very quickly, I would advise having this baby checked, and I usually take a sample from the crop. We look at that for um, parasites. Um, we look for yeast, bacteria, things that can cause um, an infection in that area and delay crop emptying. So that would be a very important thing that I would do. And then making sure we're keeping our body temperature up, um, the formula up, and then if necessary, we even will do something called crop gavage to kind help kind of loosen things up in that crop if we think they're not emptying out normally. Those things you may need to work with a veterinarian with um, just so that we can make sure we're proceeding along the right path um, and to make sure we're not missing something else that could be going on with this baby. Wow, sounds like you're, you've got quite the uh, breeding establishment there, Glee, and thank you so much for your, your calls. We appreciate you listening to the show and give those little baby birds a kiss from Dr. Debbie. Give us a call at one 866 405 this is Animal Radio. Don't call me baby. <laughs> Nothing personal. 
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels in over 50 major U.S. cities. Besides the amenities like the plush pet beds, pets stay free with zero fees, no size or weight restrictions. Find out more about Kimpton Pets program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON, K-I-M-P-T-O-N. And we all bow for the Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. The Godfather. See, I call him the Godfather. I meant to call him the Dogfather. You can call me the Godfather, too. It's all right. Either way it works. It all works, you know. Where, nice. Where's his music? What happened to his music? Yeah, I know. I kind of miss you know, the old music. Yeah, maybe we should go back to the old music, you know. Me, too, because that's not the real Sopranos. I mean, you guys got some kind of, like, cheap Sopranos theme there. Or yeah, there was the uh, 99 Cent Sopranos theme. Yeah, yeah a little exactly. Yeah. Cut anyway. rate. <laughs> so, you know, we always talk about skin and coat and everything, and, and all hygiene has to do with beauty and grooming. So I want to talk about teeth a little bit today, because a lot of people um, with their pet's teeth, they seem to neglect the teeth. Um, I'm going to say a good percentage of the dog, more than 50%, I don't know exactly what it is, but more than 50% of the pets that come in have some sort of, of um, tooth problems or decay after probably the age of like um, five or six years old where you start to see the tartar build up. And you're going to notice it because, of course, your pet's breath is definitely going to um, come out and sting you, okay, when, you, when, when your pet goes to kiss you. So you'll know right away when, when you smell it. But there's a couple of things I want to say. Number one, if your grooming is do, if your groomer is doing um, cleaning, and I'm not talking about like um, using enzymatic drops or something like that, but I'm talking about um, tooth scaling. Run, run real fast, and, and and don't turn around. Okay, that's something a veterinarian should be doing. Your pet groomer should not be doing that, and in most states, it's even banned from anyone but a veterinarian to do it. Um, basically, what you want to do is if the, the decay is heavy. Go to your veterinarian, have it scraped, okay, have any extractions that need to be done. And you know what, I mean, I know a lot of people, as soon as they hear extractions, they get nervous, but that, you know, if it's that bad and needs to come out, it's really just poisoning your dog's system because what that's doing is that bacteria is in the mouth and it's making your pet unhealthy and sick and not feeling all that well. So get that out and we start over clean. Now, one thing you have to remember, people get dentistries with their pets and then they don't do anything. And a dog that has any type of periodontal disease, it's going to come back very, very quickly. Within four to six months, they could be at the point almost where they were when they were cleaned at first. So there's stuff that you have to do at home. You can go to your veterinarian, and they sell chlorhexidine wipes, okay, which will keep the teeth the teeth clean. Otherwise, you can go to your local, um, most um, your pet superstores will sell um, and, um, like enzymatic um, tooth cleaning gels, sprays, toothbrushes. And a lot of people don't like to brush their dog's teeth because, you know, the dogs don't let them. But the additives that you put in the water or the spray or the gel is very, very easy. All you have to do is get it in your pet's mouth. They'll swish it around themselves, so just get it in there. And they work really, really well. On some pets, they'll even take their teeth from real dirty to um, to very clean in a few months. But my suggestion would still be go to your veterinarian, have them cleaned, and then your groomer can 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 do the maintenance on it um, and make sure that you know that that the teeth are staying um, clean with an enzymatic cleaner. And they have all different types, um, not only just the daily one, but they have ones that are a little bit stronger that your professional can use and um, keep you guys on track. Yeah. But it's real important, you know. I mean, it's like going out with a girl that has great hair and skin, and then she smiles. And um, she's missing teeth, and, and, and they're brown, and, and she has bad breath. You know, it's the same thing. So your pet shouldn't be any different. Yeah. Take care of it. We got late.
ladybug to brush her teeth. The only problem was getting her to spit afterwards. Yeah, that's that's a rinse, tough I know. To rinse. Yeah. The rinse is always hard. hard. Well, you know what? I wonder if it's like, you know, sometimes you don't really know when you personally have bad breath, if it's on you. And I wonder if my dog, Ladybug, she doesn't have bad breath. And I wonder if it's just because I'm so close to her and I don't smell it. <laughs> You know, no, it, you'll it, smell it. You'll you'll believe smell, me. Her breath well, is lady, really good. Ladybugs' um, teeth are in good shape. They are. Yeah, they are. they are. Bad. You know, I mean, some people, especially, you know, you notice a lot with um, with old poodles for some reason. I know it's not the breed. It's just, you know, just it seems to happen that way. And they, they you know, they breathe on you. And you basically yeah. want to just, you know, faint. I know. I walk a lot of dogs in the neighborhood. And I run into a lot of stray dogs. And I bend down to pet them. And they come up to me. And it's like, oh, my gosh. I could just and I'm, and I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You, you I was just going to say, do you, go ahead. do you think it, I, I didn't mean to, uh, do you think it? Uh, there's okay. a correlation? Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Continue, Joseph. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Um, no, I, I already, you know, I passed I was just going to say, ahead. do you think there's a correlation between wet food as opposed to kibble and uh, and that kind of thing? You know what's so funny? Doc um, Halligan, actually, who was just talking to me about this, and um, about a year ago, <laughs> there was a study that she went to, and they are showing that there is absolutely, positively no signs that dry dog food will keep your pet's teeth any cleaner than canned food. Wow. Okay, so the old the old thinking that you know that the dry dog food is going to um you know help scrape away the tartar and all what she's saying is they're saying the vets are now saying that is not true. The studies that have been done, being done now are showing that there isn't any difference, and they said it's hereditary. Either dogs have nice clean teeth or they don't, and um you know I mean dogs that that you know have have a genetic problem with their teeth and gums um it's going to happen no matter what and it's also Pre- more prevalent on smaller dogs because of the space between their teeth and their depth into their jawbone is a lot different than big dogs professor joey i have another question yes, yes, my sir. hand is up my hand uh, what about those products that they sell you know that supposedly clean your dog's teeth those chews do, do those do any good you know the chews themselves i'm going to be very honest with you i i because if i said if i said they don't do they do i'd be lying i don't know but i have used the gels i've used the sprays i've used the water additives and all of them i've i've had some sort of um, decent results with as long as you keep up with it, and that's the biggest problem is keeping up with it. You got to make sure that you know you're doing it every single day, and that was that was my problem. Um, we weren't, but when we were, we noticed a big difference. You know, I think chew bones make a big difference too, because Ladybug, they're not rawhide. I won't give her rawhide, but she has these compressed chew bones that she chews on, and just the fact that she's gnawing on them is keeping her teeth clean. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I that's what I was getting at. That's that's yes. that was. My my point right there. Yes, they do help. But you got to start with clean teeth. Yes. You can't expect Pro- any of these additives to, to clean messy teeth. No. Pro- Professor Joey? Yes, yes, sir. W- what about coffee enemas? Um, Go ahead, Alan. If you want to try it, um, you can let me let me know. You could do the study. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to pass, but I'll take that jelly donut over there if no one's going to have it. <laughs> That's all we have time for today. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download and visit us over at AnimalRadio.com. Check out Dr. Debbie's books, especially if you have a Shih Tzu or a uh, 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 Yorkie, Yorkie, or pug. a pug, uh, schnauzer. <laughs> schnauzer. It's like an owner's manual for your dogs, all written by our very illustrious Doctor Debbie. Here, we'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Bye bye bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.